Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very excited to have you with us this week, and this is one of our favorite weeks of the year. You know, Robbie, I know you're uh, not expecting me to ask you a question like I do every every week, but uh, this is one of the more exciting shows, at least for me. Is it not for you? It's 13 and Christmas Eve, so I could say yeah, E-V-V-V-V. Yeah, I was hoping you would. I was trying to do the math in my head, and I couldn't quite do it. It's the 12th, yeah, okay. and, and so, yeah, it, if you can say E-V-V-V-V-V-V-V 13 times, you got it. Yeah. That's what it is. So that's the show. And it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was crushed last week that you guys didn't give me five eves for my birthday, which was the 10th. That's really sad. Yes. That was You can sad. see that. Yes. Yeah. So I was listening to the last year's show. So I was, the whole eves EVV thing was kind of nice. Uh, I remember your joke from last year about. Too many eaves, and you said, "Oh, that would be eavesdropping." And I was like, "That is <laughs> that is a pun from Robbie." Yeah, that's that's a Robbie one. That's <laughs> that, we yeah, got a second place off that by one or two. That's eavesdrop. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I like that, Andy. So this particular <laughs> show topic is kind of free flowing. It's it's actually we threw it out uh, last week, and it's a, a Christmas clip from your favorite Christmas show or a show that really spoke to you. Or no real rules to it. Just uh, what Christmas clip. Do you feel like using this year and why? That, so there you go. Yeah, so we we have you up first, Robbie. You want to tell us a little bit about your clip? Yeah, that's really, really fun. You know, God gives us the lights of our heart at times. And I had a dream for many years to write a screenplay. And so as it was, that God provided a way for me to create Christian Carguy Theater, which God then provided all these amazing actors. And so a number of years ago, I just loved the book, A Christmas Carol. And certainly I love all the renditions of the movie. And so I decided to do a Christian Car Guy theater episode, the whole hour Christmas special called a Christmas Corolla, which, you know, two different Scrooges, one inside the car, the crankshaft, and and the other one, you know, being another character. But I cast my dear friend, um, Vinny Menino, who was in this clip as Guido Gasket. And he was playing the ghost of Christmas Future. Only he was driving, (laughs) uh, uh, what was the car from back to the DeLorean, right? So what you're going to hear is Guido Gasket. And what was really neat is I was kind of just totally finally trying to walk in this message of the masculine journey. And I understood the new name and and how that is your identity. And, And I understood some things about your identity that really is a present as well as actually the the salvation that comes with Jesus. So when you listen to this clip, when you hear the guys start talking about, oh, I'm protector, what they've done is they've heard their name 
and, and they're deciding to open up the present of their identity. But before they do that, they get a little shock from our old friend Vinny the Bat, which, you know, he was completely typecast, but I have, should set this up even better because he was blind. And so I couldn't give him a script to read. So I actually sat with him and we would say one or two words, three words, but you can hear this from his heart. You would think he said all this stuff because he was such a great actor. He really was. And that he laid this stuff out like he was still Vinny the Bat. So here you go, Guido Gasket in a Christmas Corolla. Come on, we're leaving. Hang on one minute. I want to hear what happened to Minnie Matt. Do I have to get my bat? I said we're leaving. That's it. One more stop for you two. And I'm sure you guessed it. The bowling yard. If I'm in, the time is almost up. Spirit, before you show us that, just answer this one question. Are these the things that will be? Or... Or the things that might be if we don't open our present. All right. You asked, so I'm going to give it to you straight. God knows. And only God knows. And here is our only hope. Good fruit comes from good branches that are connected to a good root. That's in good soil. That root is Jesus, God's son. So you's better open up that present. Jesus sacrificed on the cross for your failures, for your sins, for you will be planted. It's your choice. You can either be fruit or fertilizer. Got it? Fruit or fertilizer. Your choice. Here we are at the barnyard. Get a good look at your headstone. First one reads, Deputy Eustace is now in his casket. Failed to pay attention to Guido, Guido Gasket. Gasket. The next one says, Here lies Crankshaft Kramer. His attraction to worms could not be plainer. Your choice. Oh, 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 God. Oh, Father, yes, yes. You oh, paid enough. I want the protector you, you, that you've made me to be. I want to be the driver you made me to be. I'm not the man I was. I, I'm, I'm not the cranky now. shaft I I'm was. I'm a new man. I'm not the man I was. It's, uh, it's hard to listen to, you know, just missing Vinny so much. It's such a great thing. But, you know, only Vinny could pull a, a car off and make it still scary. I mean, I was listening to it, but it made me scared, you know, just because Vinny had that authority to his voice. And the beauty of that clip is he was still pretty much had his complete voice. It wasn't like he was the last couple of years of his life. And so, you know, it's a delightful thing for me to to be able to share life with some really, really amazing people. And, and you know, I couldn't, it's going to sound a little bit creepy, Sam, actually, but I was thinking about it like Vinny now, because if you didn't know, Vinny went to be with the Lord, I guess, around March. Mm-hmm. But he now knows, <laughs> you know, he knows all that stuff like that he was predicting in this particular clip uh, in a way that, that um, you know, I'd, I'd love to have seen that reunion. Maybe we'll get to see the instant replay of, of Jesus and Vinny. He spent so much time with him. <laughs> yeah, he did spend a lot of time in prayer with him. Uh, want to go a totally different angle <laughs> on a clip, and I want to go to Harold and, and get Carol's clip in. And so, Harold, tell us a little bit about your clip, and then we'll play it, and you can come back and tell us why you chose that. 
Well, the clip is from Christmas Vacation, and Clark Griswold has spent quite a bit of time cooking up 25,000 little tiny twinkling Italian lights over the house, and he's so excited to show it to the family. And the scene that you're playing is where he has them all come out and they do the drum roll and he turns the switch and nothing happens. And uh, he has what some people used to refer to as a herald. Uh, And what you'll hear is him tearing up the lawn ornaments in his anger over the lights not working. What's all the yelling about? What the? What's going on here? 25,000 twinkle lights. What's he doing, Mark? I have it the foggiest. What is wrong with... Yeah, he's uh, the sounds you hear. He's kicking the reindeer and the little sled and and the snowman, just totally destroying it. And the reason that I like it so much is because it's so much the way I used to be. Uh, when things would frustrate me, I wanted to break stuff, and so that that's why it appeals to me so much is because I can look at it and and see how people used to see me. Yeah, I would call that just about every project I tried to do <laughs> for a period of time. Unfortunately, I've kind of grown in that area. It's not quite as bad, you know, but it would almost get to the point where I would break more than I would, you know, put together, you know, which made it kind of sad. I was, you know, the one out there seeming like I was kicking the, the Santa Claus ornament and stuff around the house. But, uh, you know, those are those things that you look back and you just thank God for all the work that he's done. I don't know why I thought kicking the lawnmower would make it crank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or you know, hitting a wall or other things that you know right. you think is going to make something do it. I, I hate to admit, I think I shared it on the air before, but I learned how to do drywall repair <laughs> because <laughs> of my temper. You know, it probably led me to a career at some point, but yeah, it, uh, not the way to really get into the career and doing it that way. Now we don't have time for another clip, so let's talk a little bit about. The, uh, yeah, Harold's clip or Robbie's clip. So, Rodney, I want you to speak a little bit about uh, those two clips. What from those really kind of spoke to you? Well, the anger thing, I think, hits us all. So, yeah, I had holes, like we'd mentioned not too long ago, is holes in the walls and stuff like that, punching those. But for me, just I didn't really get to know Vinny deeply, but I did get to meet him a couple times. And I lived through the stories of you guys with Vinny and I had heard Christmas Corolla and just loved it. And it's, I, was, I was like to get to me, cause I heard Christmas Corolla and I didn't know Vinny. 
And then I get to meet Vinny, the real live Vinny, after you guys have all talked about who Vinny is. And it's like, he's exactly as he sounds on the Christmas Corolla. Yeah. He's exactly as you guys described him. And it's like, there's really this Vinny guy. He's really this ex-mob guy, the bat, and all this stuff. And he's just an awesome, he's just an awesome dude. And he's just fun to be around. So having that, I'm I'm with Robbie. I just I was so glad when I saw that clip come up that Robbie's gonna play that one because I know I think you've done some other stuff with Vinny and at different times like that Christmas and other things. I just I just think that nostalgia of <clears throat> one of the brothers in the band is awesome. And that you know, it even a guy like me who doesn't know him very well just misses him so much. Yeah, Vinny was one of the few guys that you could say probably looked exactly like he sounded. You yeah. know, it's not like you'd meet yeah. him and go, oh, you look like that. No, he kind of looked like the yeah, way he that, said it. Yep, that, that's who I expect. Yeah, yeah, and he was kind of scary. You know, I mean, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't know him. There, yeah. yeah, he did. You know, he could really whip it on you if he needed to, but uh, <laughs> had a heart of gold and, and would do lots of things for you. And definitely saw God change his heart. Real quick, I learned one time hitting a wall, missing a stud by two inches, that that's a bad thing to do. So I didn't have to learn how to fix it. That's right. And in the meantime, go to masculinejourney.org to look up upcoming events. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours podcast. Masculine Journey Radio. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You can go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Welcome back to the Mask on Journey. That just gotta it's gotta put you in a Christmas spirit. Right? I mean, obviously we're not celebrating Santa Claus, but it's just one of those you just listen to that, and that's a tribute to yours, Harold. That's from uh, Christmas Vacation. That's one of the songs that comes from it. So we wanted to use something from it this for, for uh, the bump in. Another really funny part of that uh, is when he tries to turn on the lights and his father-in-law is standing there and he, he says, the little lights aren't twinkling, Clark. <laughs> you know, it's just very yeah. sarcastic, like, okay, I didn't realize that until you told me, but thank you. Yeah, it's something like, thanks for noticing, Ed, or yeah. whatever, yeah. yeah. So you noticing that. Yeah, there, there are so many funny things in that movie. It's just... It's just great. Yeah, there's just so many scenes. You know, he's talking to Cousin Eddie. He's like, uh, take you out in the <laughs> woods and leave you for dead or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, there's just all these little one-liners that make me laugh throughout the movie. And I haven't watched it uh, yet this Christmas season. It's one of the ones that I tend to like to watch with my sons. Right. So we will watch that at some point, I'm sure. Uh, maybe when we get a chance to see my daughter, we'll watch it with her, uh, is what we talked about last time. But uh, moving on to Jim, you have a clip from my classic movie it is the christmas story and 
I had to pick it as my favorite because it's probably the only one we make sure we see every year. Mm-hmm. And it really, I, I'm a little bit younger than that crowd, but there's so much that I remember from my childhood that's in this one. I never actually tried the one I got the clip for, but this is a funny scene and a lot of the language is similar to what I experienced as a kid. Hey, do you want to set it up more than that? No. Yeah, you got to, because otherwise <laughs> they'll have no idea what's going on. Well, they, they'll know. If you haven't seen the movie, then you don't deserve to know what's going on. Well, if they haven't <laughs> but, seen the movie, we can go ahead and say it anyway. <laughs> it, is, it is kids during recess at the flagpole, and they've heard the rumor that if you lick a cold flagpole, your tongue will stick to it, and the challenge is down, and it's sort of a, a guy thing that, we have to put up with, and I think most of the rest of it's pretty obvious. You're full of beans, and so's your old man. Oh, yeah. Yeah! Says who? Says me! Oh, yeah. Yeah! I don't dare you. The exact exchange and nuance of phrase in this ritual is very important. Huh, are you kidding? Stick my tongue to that stupid pole, that's dumb. That's cause you know it'll stick. You're full of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah! Like double dog dare you! Now it was serious. A double dog dare. What else was left but a triple dare you? And finally, the coup de grace of all dares, the sinister triple dog dare. I triple dog dare you! Hmm. Schwartz created a slight breach of etiquette by skipping the triple (laughs) dare and going right for the throat. All right, all right. I'm going, I'm going. Flick's spine stiffened, his lips curled in a defiant sneer. There was no going back now. This is next. That word is stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen Flick? Flick? Flick who? He was at recess, wasn't he? I said, has anyone seen Flick? Yes, Mr. Jane. Holy cow, it's a fire department! No. So, Jim, what was it about that clip? Well, I actually got to quadruple dare once, and nobody knew what that meant. So that that brought back a powerful memory of. <laughs> but it it's was pretty much standard playing with the kids in the neighborhood. You so, dare each other it, to do stupid so things. So, what was the you can't just leave it there? What was the quadruple dare? You know, I don't actually remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it had to do some had something to do with a tree, and uh, I didn't want to bring up that because I know that's a painful subject for you, Robbie. So. <laughs> <laughs> that that clip I never found funny, honestly, because I was the youngest brother of uh, two older brothers, nine and ten years older. And back at the time I was growing up, there were no ice makers 
you know, in refrigerators, there were the little ice cube trays. And they weren't made of plastic. They were made of metal. <laughs> uh, yeah, aluminum, uh-huh. right? And my brother Mark, you know, being uh, who he is, uh, he's always an instigator, go figure, more than me. <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, it's a really cool thing if you stick your tongue on this. You know, and me being, at the time, I was probably about uh, seven, eight, you know, <laughs> like, really? Yeah, the, I stuck my tongue on it. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. And so in order to help, what's he do? He grabs it and he rips it off of my tongue. Oh, my gosh. You think it hurts when you burn your tongue? <laughs> Try taking a layer or two off of it with an ice cube thing. I mean, you could literally see it on the side of the ice cube tray. And so I would watch that movie and I'm like, that's not that funny. It's really kind of painful. Well, thank you for making it even more fun than it was. I lived it. Yeah. Yes. Hot water does the trick. Yeah, that would have been, uh, if I was about seven, probably 1970 or so, about that time. And so, yeah, it was, wow. Yeah, they didn't give me a chance to put warm water on it. It was just. Don't we love Big Brother? Oh, yeah. And then it was, you tell mom, I'm going to thump you. You know, and so. Uh, I was the big brother, and my little brother and I got into a fight, and I threw him through a wall. Again, breaking through drywall. Actually, this was through plaster. They didn't have drywall back then. <laughs> no, it was laughing plaster. And, and we moved a dresser over in front of it, and it uh, stayed there, and we got away with it for about 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> so they went to sell the house, and so they're like, oh, yeah, there's a big hole here. Yeah, uh, Rodney, why don't we go ahead and play your clip? So why don't you talk a little bit about it and set it up? Okay, it's Home Alone. <clears throat> and I didn't end up going with my favorite clip from Christmas, Andy had thrown out last week about this topic and being kind of how, how a Christmas clip relates to the masculine journey. And then Sam threw out, well, how can Home Alone relate to masculine journey? And I just, just thought it was kind of funny. And was, next day I'm sitting there thinking through, I'm like, well, when Kevin is at home and he realizes that he has to defend his turf, he sets up, you know, the whole a house with all the gadgets and everything to go, you know, put the hair on fire and put the ice on the steps and all those kinds of things and the nails on the stairs. And he sets up his house and he's just having a casual dinner of macaroni and cheese sitting there. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it's time for the, the robbers to show up. He knew what time they would show up and he runs to that back door and he just kind of gets there with his uh, BB gun. He's like, don't be scared now. And... I'm thinking of all the things that we've had going on this year to be scared of, because everybody's scared of every freaking thing that's going on. And there's even more coming out, you know, these days that, you know, somebody's going to be scared of. And we just had chaos can't with Alan Arnold. And I'm like, all this stuff just kind of went together. I'm like, well, this clip is just kind of perfect for chaos. And then, of course, then you have my word of the year is father. And you have... At the end of this whole thing, he's got his neighbor, who he's completely scared mm-hmm. of, comes to his rescue and saves him. When he finally, he's like, done everything he can to fight these two bandits, and it's like, oh gosh, he's about to be had. And the, the God figure kind of comes in and saves him at the end. So, And we find ahead. out he has what it takes. Yes. This is it. Don't get scared now. Merry Christmas, little fella. We know that you're in there and that you're all alone. Yeah, come on, kid, open up. 
It's Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's Elf. We're not gonna hurt you. No, no. Got some nice presents for you. Be a good little fella now and open the door. That was oh, pretty good. I tell you, that movie that you know, I mean, it was so good they had to try to keep repeating it over and over and over to try to get that same magic they did the first one, and they just never quite could do it. But it is brings out such great memories. I mean, when you have movies from your childhood that you can just sit there and quote and then just keep talking about, and everybody around you can quote it, isn't that just fun? Yeah, you know, the thing on, on that movie, it's sad, but it's also kind of funny. Um, the original, when they originally did part of it, Joe Pesci's character was not supposed to really go into those tirades, but he'd done so many of the gangster movies and things in the past, he didn't really know how to act without cussing a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. And so they included that part in is because it gave relief on how he could, you know, express himself and, and do it in a PG manner. You know, yeah, so, Joe was never really your... PG plant, but no, it's not yeah. the guy you'd pick for a kids' yeah. movie, really. Yeah. But you know that that is a great movie of, you know, just the, the whole neighbor coming to the rescue. And yeah. one of the cool scenes in that is, you know, he he meets a neighbor and becomes friends with him in the church. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's that is one of the favorite mm-hmm. scenes, and that's where when you start thinking about this movie and you want to play something Christmas time, that's kind of where you kind of go. But it was just the whole chaos can't the week before, and we were talking about all the things on that show that you know, try not to let chaos take control of your life. And Kevin was not going to have chaos in his life. He had complete control. He's going to the store. He was buying food. He was doing whatever he's doing. He was acting very adultish, you know, when he was alone. And he just kind of took control. And I just love the way that in that movie, he, it just, he just turns everything upside down. And it's believable that he could actually pull all this off as a child. And it was just, it's just such a fun movie to sit there and dream about Boy, wouldn't you love to have done that yourself? Yeah, I actually <laughs> watched this movie uh, about a week ago. And I watched it, and I can't watch it without watching all those things. And, oh, my gosh, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> Joe Pesci gets the top of his head burnt, you know, and then uh, his Marv steps in on the broken uh, Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's no way. After you know, he stepped on the nail. After he stepped on the nail and the tar and all those <laughs> yeah. things. Exactly. And so we have so much more to talk about coming up in the after hours. If if you listen to us on the regular broadcast, you can go to masculinejourney.org and download the uh, After Hours podcast that goes along with us. You can go to Spotify, uh, Pandora, any of the places that you can get a podcast, we're there. Please go to masculinejourney.org, send us an email, let us know how you're doing, ask us any question you may have. This is the Truth Network.